Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benefits Mom podcast. I am your host, Tara Nickel, and if you're looking to gain back your mom's sanity, you are in the right place. We cover everything motherhood, kids, relationships, school, work, even that dreaded C word, chores. We cover it all. My goal is to help you take back control of your life and find that happy place as a mom. Because when it benefits mom, it benefits everyone. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Benefits Mom podcast. I am so excited to be back recording for all of you in these very unusual times. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my personal stories on what our summer has looked like and what our conversations have been in our house regarding kids going back to school, people starting to go back to work, and what we've decided is best for our family and how we are going to handle it as the weeks and months go on. If you have concerns or are unsure, uh, I hope you will enjoy this episode and get some personal insight from me. If you are looking for more help and support in this area, on August 3rd, I am launching my back to school prep coaching program just for working moms to help you get ready for this very unusual school year that's just around the corner. And I'm going to be guiding you through in a group setting how to get yourself ready for virtual school, how to have conversations with your colleagues and your boss about how you are going to work with the new school environment, how you're going to get those dreaded chores done or get your personal responsibilities done. And most importantly, we wrap up with making sure you are taking time for yourself. Self-care is a huge, huge thing for me and is one of the main pillars that I stress with all of my coaching clients to make sure that they are leaving themselves time in their day every day for themselves. So if you would like to sign up for the new back to school coaching program, head over to taranickel.net to sign up. And if you're looking for more information on the program itself, I am hosting a webinar this Thursday, July 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern time to give a brief overview of the program and also some alternatives for you in the case you don't want to commit to a four-week program. I am offering some smaller intensive coaching sessions that you can take advantage of so that you can enter the school year prepared. As always, if you are enjoying these episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave the Benefits Mom podcast a rating and review. It helps spread our message to all the great working moms out there. And let's get into this episode. We are heading into month 
four of our COVID situation. And a lot of you, including myself, are looking at the new school year for our kids and what is that going to look like. Some of you may be waiting for decisions from your school districts. Some of you, like myself, have an idea of what it is going to look like, what is the schedule going to be, and all of those details are slowly coming in as we record this at the July and looking into August and September uh, when schools start. I know throughout the country, different school districts start at different times. Uh, for me, I'm originally from New York, so school was always after Labor Day, which I enjoyed because I got to tease my cousins in other states that had to start in August, and I got a full month of August of summertime. But I know it's a big, big topic for moms, for parents on what they want to do, what is best for their family. I wanted to use this episode to share insight on what our family did, especially when looking at summer camp, as we were able to send one of our children to summer camp and what we had conversations about regarding returning to the physical school building, what would make us comfortable, and a summary of what we are going to do in a virtual school setting to help us get through it and be supportive with our children at the same time. Just as a reminder before we get started, um, I am launching a new coaching program on this topic that starts August 3rd. And if you want to get more information on the program, come to the webinar this Thursday, July 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can head over to taralinkedin.com to get the link to register for Zoom. And I would love to see all of you there. Now, when the summer was approaching at about the end of May, most of the summer camps here in Michigan were closed, but I really wanted my oldest to be able to, you know, get outside, play with other kids his age. And that came from a really tiny interaction that I had when I had family of visit. They had finally opened up the city parks and we were able to take uh, both my six-year-old and my four-year-old to the playground. And the playground is very close to our house. So, you know, if you walk outside, the kids can see it. And they were very upset for many, many weeks that we couldn't head over there. And when we finally could, we saw another mother with uh, two other children of her own. And the, the kids were, you know, obviously safely uh, playing together and not, you know, hugging or, or touching and, and all of that. And the other mother made a really powerful comment. I don't think she realized how powerful it was at the time, but she said, you know, I'm so happy that my kids were able to interact with kids their age. I mean, they so needed that. 
And I thought to myself, like, that's what's really missing. You know, we as adults, like we're using Zoom and we're connecting with family through those great technologies, through, you know, Snapchat videos or through the Facebook Messenger videos. And we're able to do that with, you know, people our age or with our friends. And it's harder to do that with kids and kids don't necessarily, you know, have Zoom or, you know, they need to have a parent to connect with that parent to get both of them on the call at the same time. You know, I, I, I go to a church that had virtual Sunday school and I can tell you that even though my oldest honestly is not the biggest fan of Sunday school and it, and it can be a fight sometimes. The fact that he got to like see people that were in his class was like the best part. He got all excited to talk to them and tell them what he was doing. And, and he had broken his arm this spring. So he was showing off his broken arm. And, and that was really important for him. So when the choice about whether or not we were going to send him to a summer camp, that was a big factor. The social interaction, getting him involved with kids his own age now because of the situation that we're in with covid we certainly didn't just sign up for the first one that was open just to get him out of the house uh, a, many of the things that we considered were one uh, how many kids were going to be in each group in the summer camp that we decided to go to what was the safety and health procedures? How were they cleaning up the facilities that they used? Were the counselors going to be wearing masks? How are we going to keep social distancing and, and all of those things? We decided to send him to a nature camp. There are a few nature camps in the area of Michigan that we live in. So we are blessed and grateful for, for that. The one that we decided to go to has small groups. He's normally only in a group of about five to six other kids. They're all wearing masks. The counselors are wearing masks. And he's outside a majority of the time, which was a real big thing for me. Because at least still here in Michigan, I can go for a walk or a run or uh, I can take my kids to the playground sometimes without having a mask. So the fact that they were going to be outside, but they were still all going to be wearing masks and they were going to decorate some and have special strength, that made me feel comfortable as a parent that there's going to be an extra precaution because there's going to be, you know, five, six, seven people, you know, fairly close to each other outside but everyone is still going to be wearing masks and this kind of step-by-step -step, you know process of thinking about what you're comfortable with is going to be unique to every person so not everybody listening right now would have been comfortable with sending their child to this particular nature camp that i just described with all the procedures that they're doing. And that's okay, because the key really in this whole thing is you need to decide what your 
priorities are and what's going to make you as a mom feel comfortable sending your kid to a summer camp or sending your kid back to school, right? When we get closer and your school districts tell you specifically what your new school year is going to look like, you want to have a set of priorities ready to go so that you can look at their plan and your priorities and see if they match. One of the biggest priorities that you want to have in your mind is what level of interaction are you looking for your kid? Are you someone that just wants to keep them home until the virus has subsided? Then you write that down. If you're someone that wants to have smaller class sizes, you want to do a hybrid. Uh, there are some districts that are looking at sending, you know, for example, first grade on Monday and cleaning day, and then Wednesday, something in second grade, you know, something along those lines. Or are you someone that just, you know, wants to send them back to school, and as long as they're cleaning and keeping social distancing, that's going to make you comfortable. Like you, you want to know that the cleaning and the sanitation is going to go on. And as long as the teachers and any other assistants are making sure that their students are six feet apart, that's your level of comfort and what your priority is. As you can see, there are different levels and there's no right or wrong answer to this. I really want to stress that because I think a lot of times with anything is if if you believe one thing, sometimes you rub feathers with someone who believes something different. So if, if you believe that nobody should go to school, then somebody who is willing to send their kids to school, you know, you might bump heads on that because there's different opinions. But it's really important to be sensitive to other people's opinion because it's a really sensitive issue, right? You know, you are sending your kids away to, to school, which normally is not a big deal, but it's a very unusual time, right? You know, there's areas where COVID is rising and there's areas where it's it's same level. It's all these different things going on right now. And again, I just want to stress that nobody's opinion is right or wrong. It's really what's best for your family. The other thing you want to consider is when you do get your plan from your school district and you've listed your priorities about how big the classes are, if you're going to send them, what's the clean schedule going to look like, all that stuff, match it to their plan and send them questions. I know our school district uh, sent us their plan and we uh, matched it with our priorities to see what we wanted to do going forward. So let all of you know, our school district is going virtual at least for the first marking period and i made the joke that nobody that i knew in the school district 
knew it when the first marketing period ended because it's not something that parents know, especially if you're a child. Like my oldest is only going into second grade. There's not a whole lot of grading that goes on in second grade. But I I did have a, a couple of questions about, you know, specifically what were the requirements? Because now that we're going into this into the school year, they had mentioned there were some mandatory requirements. So I had questions about that. But I was able to write those questions because I'd already had my priority discussion. I'd already talked to um, their dad and my oldest for a little bit on what was going to work for us. I will say for the record that if they had decided to send them back to school, I would have really uh, been questioning a lot on the class sizes, when they were going to be cleaning, how they were going to keep them six feet apart. And if it mirrored to an extent that I was comfortable with, like I was comfortable with sending my oldest to summer camp, then I would have sent him back to school. Because as I mentioned with uh, the story in the beginning, social interaction for children is so important. And that's why I love sending my kids to school because they get to be around kids their own age. They have some structure, they're learning, they're having fun. And as much as I try to do that with Zoom calls with family, and going to the playground and doing virtual Sunday school, you know, just as a lot of salespeople have said in this time, nothing beats an in-person interaction. So whenever there is a time where I feel as a mom that my kid can safely socially interact with kids his own age, I want him to be able to do that. Our, our school district, as I said, is going virtual for the time being. And if your school district does that as well, make sure you ask questions based on your priorities. And these are going to be unique to you. And you want to be sure that they get answered too. So if it's, if they're going to give you a preliminary plan, let's say this week, and they're going to give you a final plan in two weeks, and two weeks goes by and you don't have an answer yet, you know, contact the superintendent or whoever is the correct personnel at the school district to get your answers because this is, you know, your kid, his, his or her safety, and it should be taken seriously. And you want to be sure that you get the answers to your questions so that you and your family can make a decision of whether or not you feel safe either sending your kid back to school. For those of you that know or are pretty sure that it's going to go virtual, when a discussion comes up again about whether or not you or the school district want to send them back to in-person, just go back to your priorities list. What's important for you to be comfortable sending your kid back to school? Health and safety, 
class size, social interaction, you know, what, whatever those priorities would be. And it could be a priority that I didn't mention, because like I said, this is unique and it's going to be based on you and your family and what's going to make you comfortable. And if you already have that list, whenever it looks like we're going back to school, just look at it again and they may change. You may be more comfortable sending your child back to in-person school in three or four months from now, right? You don't, we don't know how we're going to feel. I definitely am a little surprised in how I felt about sending my child to summer camp as I was someone who was, you know, delivering everything and, you know, running on my treadmill. I, I, I didn't go outside my house uh, that much, but when I learned about what they were doing with social distancing and being outside, everyone wearing masks, you know, I definitely felt better. And I believe that my decision was definitely impacted by the fact that it had been a while and people were getting more comfortable with wearing masks and being outside and, you know, keeping that social distancing going. So I, I hope sharing my story was helpful to you as you navigate how you are going to handle the uh, decision and sending your kid back to school and what that is going to look like for you and your family. Uh, I send you all my love and all my positive vibes to stay safe and healthy. And if you need someone, to help you uh, support you through this, uh, please send me an email at tara at taranickel.net or check me out on LinkedIn and connect with me there. I'm, I'm happy to talk this through with anybody that needs that support. It is a the most unusual back to school time I think ever in our lifetimes. And I am here to support and give value to all of you. Have an amazing day and you will hear me on the next episode.